Hello, I'm George Sainsbury, your host, and welcome to Dog in the Spotlight. And today's Dog in the Spotlight is the English Cocker Spaniel. Um, today, I'm also joined with Lorica Vallo-Phillips. I'm joined virtually. She is in her downtown apartment in Chicago, and I'm um, in my Lincoln Park apartment, also in Chicago. Now, Lori is back by popular demand. Absolutely. My nan passed on a little message, and she... And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do that a favour, and I'm going to let Lori to join in on my podcast. But also, Lori is looking at getting a dog herself. She's got her parents looking after her greyhound, um, and that's really become part of their family. And she's seeing herself staying in Chicago for a number of years. And her and her husband really want a dog. So she said, can I sit in, hear all your facts, information, ask questions, interject. So she might be asking questions that I haven't raised that the viewers at home might be thinking, oh, I want to ask that. And so she is going to be your voice. But before we do that, we will be doing Dog in the News. <laughs> This week's dog in the news, we're still talking about the coronavirus. I mean, when people don't talk about it enough. That's yeah. me being sarcastic. I haven't got enough information about it. No, no really? I oh, I, I just, it's constantly, constantly on the news. And it's always, obviously, regarding the dog world, that people um, are concerned that dogs can pass on the coronavirus. Now, back in February, a Pomeranian was tested to have weak positive uh, coronavirus. Sorry, weak positive? I don't, I don't actually know what weak positive means, but that's what it was on the news article. I assume it's positive. Well, it sounds positive. It sounds like he needs a few sick days. A few Anything's sick days. positive, strong or weak positive. Yeah, and the thing is they're worried that um, the coronavirus can be transferred onto humans. Now, in the feline world, coronavirus is a common illness and cats do die of it, and they do... Um, is very contagious between cats. My friend recently got a cat from a shelter and he sadly died of the coronavirus. And when my friend told me it's coronavirus, and it only happened a month ago, I first I thought he was joking. I didn't realise cats could get coronavirus. But it's a real common illness and it's a part of the virus family of corona. Um, and people are worried that can I catch it from my pets or can I give it to my pets? Um, and what do you think about that, Glory? I hope it doesn't make people weary to keep adopting in the same way once this news comes out. I know people have been really avid with adopting and you were concerned that perhaps a lot of them would return their pets. I hope that's not going to affect that even more. Yeah, and I think also there's been no cases... It happened in um, Hong, uh, Hong Kong, but there's been no cases in the UK, the US. But can I just ask... How are they testing dogs, though, in the UK and the US? No, exactly. So I don't know if there's been... If, first, we don't know there's not obviously been enough tests. You can't even test humans, let alone dogs. And what they're not sure about... But they're very, very... Probably 99% sure you can't, it's not contagious between animal and animal. But again, if it's come in the news, there must be something people are concerned about. Mm, absolutely. Would you be concerned about it if you had a pet? I wouldn't be concerned about it from that singular case, myself personally. But... In the time that we are in, people are very anxious and I feel as though this isn't going to help with the paranoia of keeping yourself extremely safe. Yeah, I completely agree. Anyway, that is Dogs in the News. After the break, we'll be talking about the English Cocker Spaniel.
This week's dog in the spotlight is the English cocker spaniel. So, Lori, when you say when you, what do you think of a cocker spaniel? I love the cocker spaniel. I used to have a spaniel myself when I was young, and I very much associate the cocker spaniel with upper middle class market country town. You put on your hunter wellies, your Jules Chile, and out you go with your your cocker spaniel. So a bit of a classy dog. It's a it is a classy dog. That's funny enough because I owned a cocker spaniel when I was younger. Oh, and you're not classy <laughs> at all. So sorry, misinformation. Yeah, misinformation. So I had an English cocker spaniel. I had a golden cocker spaniel called Charlie, um, and so I really wanted to do this. Um, episode. I did the mini schnauzer as my first one, and because I love cock spaniels and I know quite a lot about them, and I've had first-hand experience with them, and I know it's a, a breed that you've also dip, um, dipped into looking into when you're mm-hmm. getting your dog. So, a bit of background information. Now, the spaniel, the word spaniel originated um, in Spain. So people think, is it did it derive from Spain? But the cocker spaniel itself comes from the United Kingdom. Now. There is reports that a cocker spaniel was on the Mayflower on its way to America, or a form of a cocker spaniel. Um, so it's been around about 500 years or so. Now, there was the land cocker and the water cocker, and they were, uh, they, sorry, the land spaniel and the water spaniel. And the water spaniel was bred for sort of retrieving fish and etc. And the land spaniel was sort of helping with the hunting and retrieving birds. And the you said you had a Springer Spaniel, didn't you? I had a Springer Spaniel and my dad used to go game hunting and he had the Springer Spaniel as part of, of that practice. So, yeah. I, yeah. And the funny thing is the Cocker Spaniel and the Springer Spaniel back in the 18th century were the same breed. And the way they just, just sort of distinguish between them both is in the litter you would have the larger um, Spaniels and so they were selective bred to become there. They became the Springer Spaniels and the Cocker Spaniels, the smaller of the litter, became the Cocker Spaniels. And the difference is the Springer springs up the um, birds for the um, hunters to shoot and the Cocker retrieves woodcock. Um, that's why we get the Cocker Spaniel because they are retrieving and springing up the woodcock. Um, so they're under the gun dog category. Now, Cocker Spaniels are extremely popular breed. They've been a very popular breed for many, many years. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it's one of those breeds where a lot of families have a Cocker Spaniel, a lot of younger couples, um, and a lot of... Elderly have elderly, them. Elderly, yeah. yes. And so they're the most successful. So Crufts, which is our big national um, dog competition, it is the most successful breed, and it's won seven times between 1928 and 2009. In the US, it was the most popular breed for 17 years in a row, from 1936 to 1953. And it was another most popular uh, from 1983 to 1990. And it is just an all-round breed of dog that seems as you say it's good for the hunter uh good for the family good for the elderly they are such an adaptable dog and when we had charlie he was brilliant in every aspect you couldn't have asked for a better dog um now there is the american and the english cocker spaniel oh okay so where do they so that they are different so they were competed in competitions as the same breed up until 1936 but the americans um they actually formed a slightly smaller so they selected bred had a smaller breed a slightly squashed nuzzle um muzzle sorry and it more went for the quail unlike the woodcock so they retrieved smaller birds unlike the slightly larger of the english cock spaniel um and so they're very similar breed but we usually say a cock spaniel for everything 
And then we refer to the American Cocker Spaniel. But when I find them in America, they'll say Cocker Spaniel for their American one. And then for Arbery, they say English Cocker Spaniel. Mm-hmm. But most worldwide, it's is the Cocker Spaniel and then the American Cocker Spaniel. Um, so they're two different breeds. They are, they're similar in their temperament and they're both quite intelligent dogs. So again, Stanley Core in the intelligence of dogs, he put ranked the Cocker Spaniel, the English Cocker Spaniel, as the 21st. Oh, we've got a Cocker Spaniel, we've got a Cocker Spaniel fan just driving past giving us a beep. Um, sorry. So the Cocker Spaniel is the 21st most intelligent dog and the American is the 24th. I don't know why there's a discrepancy there. Maybe because the Brits are just that slightly more intelligent. I didn't intelligent. want to say anything, but as soon as you started to say that I thought oh that's interesting I thought that I thought why is it that the English is more intelligent than the American I mean we're just looking for ways always to just take a little dig in absolutely terrible (laughs) so um, with the appearance, they come in many selection of colours. I had a golden cocker. They come in solid colours. They're solid gold, solid black. They come in the blue roan, the liver roan, the golden roan, um, the tricolour. So they their appearance, I think also, if I had to say, as a puppy, they are the most adorable looking puppy. They've got their big ears, this gorgeous eyes, this soft face, um, and they are they're a lovely sized dog they're not too large they're not too small so i do like a small dog my partner who's six foot six he likes large dogs and i think if you're looking for that sort of equal distance he'll go okay i don't mind going it no smaller than a cocker spaniel so it's Mm. it's a good in-between dog Mm. um and it's temperate they're renowned for being the merry cocker they're meant to be happy they're extremely trainable when we had charlie he was toilet trained um, very quickly he would he followed commands very quickly and I think that's that gun dog mentality when you had your Springer who's also a gun dog were they you oh said- my goodness he was the most highly trained dog I'd ever known my father was very disciplined in um training him also but he learned so quickly compared to my mother's Yorkshire Terrier. I mean, one, she didn't really try and train him. But two, yeah. he would just run riot. But the the Spaniel stood strong. Yeah, mm. they are. And they are that sort of eager to please. Um, and again, as I was saying, they're very happy. One thing you have to be wary of, and Charlie was saying, they love human company. They love being around humans. I mean, not all cock spaniels, but I, with Charlie, he much preferred being around a human than a dog. He had no real interest in dogs in the park. He'd much prefer going up to the owners for a bit straight behind <laughs> the ear. But they do suffer from depression if they're left for a long time. Oh, yeah. I wonder how they found that out. I don't actually know. I think they get anxiety. And and I used to see that with Charlie. If you used to leave him for a long time, some dogs, as you were saying before in our last um, episode about greyhounds, they can be left for a long time. Mm. They, they're a bit cat-like. They do need that companionship. Right. And maybe that's because they've they started being bred by that uh, a man and his dog doing the gunman and the mm. hunting. So they're used to Very being much around. a bond with humans. And funnily enough, you should say bond. They do tend to bond. As, well, as much as their family dog, they're known to bond more with one person than the rest. Mm. And it was more my mum, even though it was my, I used to look after the dog, train the dog. And I'll tell you why it bonded with my mum. Because my mum used to feed it treats all the time. <laughs> that's why. Well, Covered love. your mum as well if she was I bet you would um so yeah so they are actually a brilliant family pet now health they are quite a healthy breed um ours live till 11 but they usually the average is from 12 to 14 
Um, and you've just got to, they sometimes have um, skin irritants or benign tumours. Well, our dog had a small benign tumour, but they, you know, they're reasonably healthy lived. One thing actually you've got to be aware of is something called cockerage. And it's usually happens in the solid breed. And I didn't know about this until we got our golden cock spaniel. And sometimes they call it the red rage because people see it happening in the red cock spaniels. And I looked into this and it occurs in many dog breeds, but it sort of came to prominence with the cocker spaniel. And it usually happens when they've just woken up from sleep. And it is this intense, severe um, rage and they will attack owners, um, people close to them. And it's, it is like biting and it's something sort of overcomes them. And, and then they'll suddenly come out of it and they, they people say they come out of it slightly um, dazed and people have done, is it epilepsy? Is it a breed? Um, is, it, is it something that um, the owner hasn't trained them? So you do a bit of research and it is very, very rare. Don't let that put you off your cock spaniels talk. It's extremely rare. And they also think cause it, was, it came to prominent in the 1980s and the 1990s when the breed was really popular and so you had poor breeding happening they would interbreeding um f- uh, puppy farms so they feel that the they've really sort of bred that out of the animal but it is something to be aware of and it usually happens in solid co- solid colored cock spaniels oh that's interesting i w- wonder why it doesn't happen in kind of speckled or I d- the wrong one i think it's probably more genetics and there's something there i mean i've done that research and some people say it doesn't exist it's all about the owner okay but then when you read more into it there is it's a very rare and it usually happens when they've just woken up so people say they put it down to epilepsy and once mm. the sort of incident has happened mm. you'll suddenly feel the dog becomes really um, embarrassed sorry um submissive to you okay. but so it's a bit like they're completely unaware of it yeah. um and it just mainly happens in the solid breed and it was for a case because especially the golden cock spaniel who's so gorgeous looking like charlie was people would say or well, more happens in the red cocker but it's just something to be aware of and again can i reiterate it is an extremely rare thing um to happen now lori has said can we do the popular names because yes. you like names now before i tell you the popular names lori okay what if you had to and you want so firstly looking mm-hmm. at the color sorry the appearance of our dogs we were talking about um actually before i go on to the um names i just want to talk about appearance um and their coat their coat does need brushing their ears are long um and when you my dog charlie loved his ears brushed it was like a big treat for them for him sorry and you would brush them for a long time he would literally come up to you wanting his ears brushed but that you need to do it about three times a week because firstly when they get in their food if you feed them wet food and when they go on walks they get um brambles in them and it can easily mat molting or shedding if you're brushing them regularly you charlie i know they um you don't clip so much charlie um, sorry, clip the cocker spaniel, they don't shed loads at all. And brushing them really keeps that shedding down. So I wouldn't worry about the shedding wise. Um, but so, and they come in a blue roan, a roan river, black and gold. So if you had to choose, mm-hmm. firstly, what type of, what colour cocker spaniel would you go for? I would go for the roan. That's the speckled. Yeah, what speckled. the blue roan, which is the black and white one, or the oh. gold roan, or the liver roan? Liver. Okay, it's a bit Springer. Yes, a bit Springer. I think you tend to go back to what you're familiar with. Um, But also I think 
a lot of people, I imagine, go for the golden cockatoo. Oh, yeah, they are. So the liver rain is the rarest, whereas the golden and the black are the most popular in the blue rain, yeah. So I'd kind of feel like I'd want to pick up the liver own because everybody's scooping up the golden. And what name would you go for? Gerald. Gerald? I don't know why. And I wasn't planning to say that. Because um, I asked you this and you said Jerry. <laughs> yes, but Gerald, I think it's proper. It is British. It is more associated with the elderly. It just seems like a solid. Yes, yeah. and it does name. look that. And it's because they've got such a gorgeous, soft face yes. and such a. Gerald is like a. Oh. Gerald. So for boys' names, the most, uh, the most popular uh, from the website I was using was Marley. You can understand there's a Marley and me. I can see why that might okay. be. Jack, not that original. Toby. I don't see it as a Toby. I'd see something fluffier and more stout as a Toby. Something a bit fatter. Yeah, but then, well, after a while, Charlie, he loved his food. <laughs> Bloody hell, he got a right fat. He got a Toby and a half. He got a Toby jug. <laughs> um, so, and the girls are Pepper, Ruby and Lexi. So one name I liked, and so we're going to quickly move on to the celebrities who've owned uh, Cocker Spaniels. And some own the American Cocker, some own the English. But one uh, famous English actor called Martin Clunes, he had an English Cocker Spaniel the same time as we had Charlie. And I always remember he called it Margot. And I and I mentioned you about greyhounds. Yes. And I always say to Joshua, when I get a dog, if it was a girl dog, usually I go for boys' dogs, but I'd love to call it Margot. Classy. Classy. And just cute. Just a bit Unlike s- you, actually. So uh, I did own a Cocker Spaniel, and you did say they're the classy dogs. <laughs> so, um, but famous dog owners. So these two, so Oprah Winfrey, she had Sophie and Solomon, and they were American Cockers. You had Charlene Theron, and she had an American Cocker. And the rest of these people had English Cocker Spaniels. Kate Middleton and Prince William. Oh, that's very expected. That's yeah. the vision I had when yeah. I was speaking. And yes. people do say they look a bit like Harry. Nope, they don't. Nope, okay. Um, well, I am bolding now like him, so. Yes. Uh, and also it's quite popular with the presidents of the United States. JFK had one. And Richard Nixon had one. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And George Clooney had one and he called it Einstein. Nice. Quite a cute name, yeah, Einstein. I like yeah, that. I like it. So, as a whole, the Cocker Spaniel is adaptable, very family friendly, um, always happy, loves being around its owners, loves being in the company of humans, does like its exercise. Um, so, if you're looking for someone with high energy, enjoys a walk, can go down the park, um, very easily trained. And can do commands very quickly. Um, toiletting in the in the in the in in the house not an issue. I would definitely go for the cock spaniel. We had Charlie. He's severely missed still, and he died what eight years ago. Um, he was adorable. So if you're thinking of a cock spaniel, he is the breed for you. Now, what do you from what you've heard? Sum up what you think about the cock spaniel. I would not personally, in my current circumstances, have a Cocker Spaniel, based on what you've said. Yeah, and what is that? Because when you were talking about the amount of attention they need during the day, and I know all dogs deserve to have as much attention as possible, but we are still a working family. Yeah. I wouldn't want to take on a dog that would be really... Uh, unhappy. Yes. Because they were by themselves for some period of the day. and. Yeah. Because of that, despite the fact they are gorgeous looking and don't molt a lot, which is very important for yeah. me, 
I wouldn't have one in my current circumstance. Yeah. But one day I very much look forward to put on my wellies and walk around the forest in my gilet with a cocker spaniel. And for that, you just need to get the class. And then you're there. Once you become a bit more class... Lowry there. Welsh are born with class. <laughs> oh, so, and only the Welsh say that. <laughs> so, um, thank you so much for listening. And I hope um, that this has given you some insight into such a lo- lovely breed on the English Cock Spaniel. Hope to see, um, we'll be seeing you next week. And Lowry will be joining us again. Goodbye. Thank you very much, Georgie. Thank you. Bye. Bye.